drama, comedy, two sides of the same coin. Riverdale wasn't just a teen dramedy, it was a study in teenage angst, yearning, and nostalgia. They didn't know it when they started their journey, but Macintosh and Maude were on their way to a newfound obsession. Life's not like an Agatha Christie novel. It's a lot messier. Welcome to the doghouse. Thank you for being so understanding with our being late with our mid-season wrap-up. Uh, sorry, I got the flu and it was bad. Everybody got the flu. Yeah, our kids got the flu. And Except then, for this guy. Yeah, you do, You somehow were unscathed and then I was out of work for like four days and out of commission for like seven. I've got this sort of low-grade sick going on the entire time, so I think that's what's protecting me. Yeah, and I've just like, I was dead to the world. Uh, so thanks for being understanding. We got some nice messages from y'all. So we're gonna get right into our the doghouse after dark. I don't. I... Okay, we don't have we don't. I don't have my lady juice this time around because um, post flu, I don't really need to throw alcohol on that. But we do have our jingle jangle yeah. from Trader Joe's. It's pretty delicious. If you happen to be near Trader Joe's, I suggest go picking some up on clearance. It's very festive. It is festive, but it's still good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you should stock, we should, yeah, we should definitely stock up on some extras for the rest of the season. And so we've got it for season three. Yep. Though we officially have not been, uh, picked up for season three yet. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Hmm. We'll see. Okay. So we're going to do this just like we did our season one wrap up. Now we're going to start with favorite parent. Who's going first? I'll go first. Okay. My favorite parent is still Alice. It has not changed. <laughs> Team for the win! Woohoo! Alice Cooper. Man, she just got like extra crazy and super bitchy, but also like sad for me. Yeah. Like, I love how ridiculous she is, but like her talking to FP, you know, it was like, you know what they say about men who just get out of prison? They're extra sexually repressed. And then, you know, she's going to the white worm, like, in full serpent regalia and, like, down in tequila shots. But you also see all the vulnerabilities of her. You see her finally break down after Betty leaves. You see her finally tell some truth to Betty about things that happened. No, she didn't. She didn't tell Betty shit this season. What did she tell Betty? What truth? She didn't tell her why she got arrested. We don't know. We 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 haven't had heard anything additional about baby brother giving up for adoption. Alice has revealed nothing. We know that's coming next episode we, for sure. We know it's coming in the second half, but we've gotten nothing in these nine episodes. We've just gotten more crazy. Also, we watched her see her baby girl, who she loves very much, um, basically do what she did and do the serpent do dance, the serpent dance. Which, okay, which had we, to be horrifyingly awful for her. Well, it, it, we assume that Alice did the same thing. She's got the tattoo. <laughs> we don't know where the tattoo is. It's, got, it's, not, a tra- it's not a tramp stamp for sure. There's uh, no way it's not a tramp stamp, which is awesome. <laughs> okay, so yeah, yours is Alice's too. Heck yeah, it's okay. Alice Cooper. Okay. All right, who's your favorite character this this season? I had to think about it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great characters. Mm-hmm. I gotta go with Archie Andrews. Really? I gotta go Pourquoi? with the... Archie had the most interesting developments. Now it was very front loaded. 
True. I will admit in those first few episodes. Yeah. But even then, as the whole season went along, while other people at various times went completely off the rails, Archie never felt like he was going there. Like, it was a little ridiculous with the Red Hood. Maybe a little in episodes two and three, yeah. Okay. But you know yeah. what? Mm-hmm. Still... I could buy that this Archie was going to do that, mm-hmm. was going to head in those directions, become a vigilante, kind of go crazy, and then have to rein it back in and figure out, how am I going to be the the shining golden boy who helps mm-hmm. everyone in this really dark, twisted world now? Mm-hmm. And he had the most interesting developments, most interesting character choices throughout the season for me and was consistent in his growth he wasn't all over the place okay plus kj acted acted his ass off he did very well i he gets a lot of points for uh because the one of the things that i think is not i don't think people think about so much is that a character like archie he's kind of supposed to be dumb yeah and dumb people don't necessarily know that they're dumb and it's very hard to play dumb because you can't be stupid and play stupid well and as an actor you not, have to actually like get it it's not even that he's i mean we we call him big dumb archie but what it really is is he's gonna go rush in no matter what mm-hmm. even if it's smarter to stay away oh absolutely his default mode is i'm gonna go save the universe except yeah, there's he's... a couple of times where it's like dude you should just walk away dodo <laughs> Um, and that's, that's more what he is. He's, yes. he's a guy rushing in all the time. He's, he's, he's earnest. Exactly. That's what it is. And yeah. he does a really good job of he playing does. that. And also he, like everybody else in moments this season, does a great job of convincing us that he might still be a high schooler. Yeah. Do you shake debit? <laughs> <laughs> like... The, you you get plenty of moments where you're like, oh, yeah, you're still a dumb kid. Yeah, no. <laughs> Which is perfect, because he should still be a 16-year-old. Yes. No, I agree with that. Okay, my favorite is still Cheryl. Really? Yes. And, okay, I... This is not normal for me. Normally, I would pick somebody who's had a lot of character growth and all that. With Cheryl, she's fucking crazy. She is, but she didn't... But, but here's the thing. I want to know what's going on. I do too. It's I find it engaging. It's a little creepy, but like I want to know what is actually happening internally with you. What is this obsession with Josie? Is this an actual legitimate romantic attraction? Is it imprinting? Uh, what is going on with you mentally? What is going on with the rest of your family? Like, what's your deal? Because it's, it's cool. I like it. I want to know more. And she's also freaking hilarious. Are you prepared to not have that happen and her be relegated to a second banana character? Because it's happened before on television. Oh, of, of course. It, that always happens. Um, I feel like the CW is pushing her hard with promotional stuff. They gave her that PSA. Oh, well, also to be so fair, she's I already... Feel, I feel like they are putting her front as like main character number five. I don't know that they're doing that as much as she also has her own individual platform where she's doing no. some of that herself. I don't know that to be true. I don't I don't follow. She's her. got a big deal YouTube channel. 
That's yeah. all her. Okay, well, whatever. But... So I'm saying she she's part of that. She has her own platform. She's okay, building. but on all the promotional stuff, if they're sending the the main four, they send her two. Yeah. So they're they're pushing her. So I would be surprised if they are not going to give her more meat later on. If they don't, that's stupid. Correct. I I agree with that. But yeah, I just I find her really engaging. Okay. So now we're going to go on to our favorite moments for the main four so far in this season. What's your favorite Archie moment? Episode one. Okay. What, what part of episode one? Just the whole episode? His emotions dealing with his father being shot, dealing with the trauma of the Black Hood, mm-hmm. being uh, dealing with the stress and the anxiety of it by mm-hmm. going into uh, vigilance and mode vigil- and vengeance. Mode. And I mean this this kind of trends through the second episode into the third episode yeah. with the with the all of the different things there. That's his best acting in the season. That's his best character arc in the season for sure. I do like that. Um, I think my favorite moment from that bit is when he calls his mom. And he starts with the, yeah, I'm fine. And then he just goes into automatic. And then it's like, uh, actually, we're not okay. That was a very good piece of writing. Mm -hmm. And it was performed very well. He, you read every emotion on his face throughout that entire sequence of events. Yeah, no, I re-listened to our episode for that. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this was, this was his best episode of the series so far. And you also, you forget, you forget about KJ Appa and you're just looking at Archie. A little bit. Which is nice. Oh, I had two favorite moments. Okay. Uh, I really liked it when he jumped over the coffee table. (laughs) Okay, Archie's supposed to be a klutz. Yeah. But it's like, danger calls, I'm going to jump over the coffee table. It just caught me off guard and just tickled me really well. (laughs) Um, But probably my real favorite moment is when he's talking to Betty in the last episode. uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. And he's just like, I can't do this without you. And I need Betty Cooper. Like, that's the Archie I really like. It's a great scene. And I love him in that. Yeah. It's also the Archie that would say that to literally anybody in the same situation. No, I felt like in that one, we got a lot more of the depth of how much he loves Betty. And he's starting to figure that out. Meh. Yeah. So that was my favorite Archie moment. Okay. What about Betty? Betty was hard. I almost, I almost didn't have one for her. Ooh. Um, but I just any my favorite scenes with Betty are when she's playing off her mom. <laughs> Those are the best. Well, yeah. Um, and so my favorite one is after she's published the article about her mom, and she tells her mom she's like, "I didn't, I did this for justice." Because you're holier than now. Like, I like that because I didn't feel like it was stepping too much into dark Betty territory. I thought, this is a really a bit about Betty kind of standing up for herself against her mom and asserting a little more independence. I really liked that, all of that. Um, and while it was spurned on by the Black Hood, I kind of felt like if you took Black Hood out of this, this scene could would still happen between these two people. I chose a Black Hood scene. Okay, that's fine. But that that was my favorite Betty Cooper. Because honestly, I thought she was kind of bland this season. Well, they, she, the, was, she was very dynamic last season, so she's kind of bland this season. Her character writing was shit, so that's part of the problem. Oh yeah, there's that. 
<laughs> they wrote her fucking terribly. Um, nah, it's the last scene with the Black Hood. After she goes through this horrible torture, mm-hmm. which we've had to see her just be emotionally wrecked mm-hmm. by this creep. She's like, I figured out who did... I figured out that Grundy was sleeping with Archie. I figured out that... Oh, you like that? I'm coming for you. Did you hear me? I thought that was so fucking cheesy. I didn't. Well, it's not cheesy in her performance. True. True. She sells it. She sells it completely. Yes. And it's it's made all the more awesome and like, fuck yeah, Betty, Mm -hmm. by all of the stuff that precedes it. Mm -hmm. By the emotional gut-wrenching torture she has to go through. By breaking up with her boyfriend Mm -hmm. and ditching her best friends Mm -hmm. and having to isolate herself from everything she cares about Mm -hmm. okay and it's also a very betty moment it's very you did all this shit to me and you still didn't get me down motherfucker i'm in see that to me is more of a we're getting into dark betty that that was that was a touch too dark betty for me i didn't think so i think it's i think it's your willpower nerves of steel Strength of character, Betty, who's looking at that going, uh, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm on it. (laughs) Eh. All right. What was your favorite Veronica? Can't say I love you to Archie. Maybe that whole episode. Really? Dealing with that stuff. I mean, let's think about it from that, from the different episodes. She's got a whole lot of interesting stuff. And, you know, you could take lots of different moments with her and her mom and her dad. But I think the most real raw vulnerable she is this whole season is that whole sequence with archie where she can't say that to him she's not raw nor is she vulnerable because she's wearing her pearls well maybe she's realizing that perhaps but we're we're not gonna get like like even her saying i love you to archie at the end like i feel like that's i don't think she's being honest no she's not and we know that mm-hmm. but that those moments that we see are very real and true. No, it's she, fair. That's she's not vulnerable because she can't say that to him. Mm-hmm. She can't let her guard down in that way, and yeah. she's revealing that part of her character for the first time. That I don't. I, I don't have to explain myself to you. That's my favorite Veronica moment. Wrong, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Veronica moments were all of her handling of uh, Nick Saint Clair, because. Because for me, we get these flashes of Veronica being, like, very high, mighty, and, like, feminist and all that. But I, it always feels very forced. And I felt like with the Nick St. Clair storyline, it felt very natural. Like, that, this is someone that she's flirted with, and it's the whole will-they-won't-their thing. So she's not completely unused to him making a pass at her maybe groping her just slightly and the not to excuse any of it but it's kind of like it's not going to raise any alarm bells necessarily but then once he crosses the line it's like what the fuck guy and then she i just i thought that they wrote that very very well and she did a wonderful job with it yeah so that was my favorite veronica now we get in to the Jughead. to the crowned boy himself, the raven-haired biker dude. I'm sorry, are you in love with Jughead? No, you're talking about him like you are. No, I'm just talking like him, like I'm him. No, that's lame. <laughs> Don't do that again. It's gross. I feel uncomfortable now. What you got? 
Uh, my favorite Jughead scene is his last scene uh, where he is cutting uh, Penny Peabody's arm. I love, like, for me, I was just like, you want fucking dark Jughead? Oh, yeah. And I love this. Yep, we this got it. This is amazing. Yeah, no, we got it. That's the same one. Dark oh, really? Jughead. I was just, I was all in on that. And I was just like, I was not expecting this. And I love it. When are you going to learn, Penny? When are you going to ta- learn, Penny? That tattoo doesn't, doesn't make, make you a serpent. serpent. And then, and I was just like, oh, oh, we're, we're getting dark. And I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that, that was my favorite Jughead moment. I think that trumps anything I liked about Jughead in season one. Because that's great, and I really hope they they go full in on that. And I, I have a feeling they might in season in the rest of the season. Oh, I love it, so good. It's very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're gonna do our least favorite things, then our favorite things. We like we want to leave. We want to end on like a happy note. We don't want to just like shit on the show. Uh, there's a lot of people in the Reddit now who are doing the whole like, what do you think about this season? It sucks compared to the other one, and back and forth. And so we're gonna. We're going to start with our least favorite and then go into our favorites. Okay, so do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start it. Okay. Dragging shit out. Okay. Come on, guys. Yep. We talked... That was our number one complaint the entire damn season. My first one is lack of reveals um, and there's just... There weren't enough nuggets and knowledge to things. So, yeah, dragging stuff out. they're They're dragging these stories out. They're forcing all of this subplot that is secondary to the things we want to know about, which is who the fuck is the Black Hood? Mm-hmm. What the hell is going on between FP and Alice? Mm-hmm. What's going on with Cheryl? Yeah. Those are like the three things we really need to know right now. Yeah, we should have a lot more information. Um, I think I said it on our, our last podcast, but I really feel like when we... I have a feeling that these nine episodes are kind of like a half mid-season thing. Like, it's, like, it's a half season. Season 1.5. Yes. And the next set, if we go straight through with the 13 episodes, that is the real season two. Like this, these nine episodes are just to bridge us from season one to season two. Yeah, it's 1.5. Because those 13 episodes were great in season one. They're really tight. And I feel like they are falling victim to not knowing how to do 22 and do the, and do the breaks. It's the same problem we've had with Walking Dead. They cannot do an opener, a mid-season finale, a mid-season premiere, and then a finale. That's too much stuff to cover, and they don't need 16 episodes to do it. Narrative arc television at this, at this stage Juncture in the game is becoming a problem. Should not be doing full order 20 or higher episode seasons. You're a procedural, you can get away with it. Yeah. But this, if you're a narrative drama, unless you are actually Twin Peaks, which that's an anomaly in and of itself, there's nobody... Game of Thrones, where you can juggle 19 storylines over 10 episodes. Game of Thrones can't do a 22-episode arc. I mean, they... they, No, they have. They're just calling them different seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, but I mean, like, they they even understand Reign It In... Tighten it up. You cannot. I agree, but yeah. You cannot do this type of show with this amount of impact and not get to the fucking point. Mm -hmm. And we've learned it time and time again. Any of these shows that try to do like a basic network series arc Mm -hmm. and milk it for money, it just winds up sucking. Yeah, they don't have enough meat for what they're doing. And here's the sad part. If they keep it up, they won't have more seasons. 
Yeah, it's 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 gonna make the show suffer. I don't think that. I mean, I think they'll they're safe. I mean, we haven't officially been greenlit for season three, but I have a feeling by the time uh, <clears throat> the next episode airs, we'll we'll have gotten that notification. We usually start hearing about that in January, anyways. They almost always wait until after mid season and the holidays to announce anything. Uh, not necessarily. Sometimes it's greenlit right before the season starts. It just yeah. kind of depends. Okay. Uh, so I guess I'll go, um, since that was kind of the same one for me for number one. My number two was being inconsistent. Okay. Um, we start the season, Archie doesn't know how to drive, then later he's driving. They make this whole big narrative arc about how Archie almost killed himself getting his dad to the hospital, and then all of a sudden he's driving. When did he learn? Those are the nuggets that they should have thrown in throughout the show, with him learning. Jughead all of a sudden has a motorcycle. Yeah, where, where did this come from? He well, um, he's a serpent. I get that, but where there was never a hint of that in season one. Then all of a sudden, overnight, he gets that magician flare reveal of his motorcycle. It was ridiculous. Also, how the fuck old is Cheryl? What grade is she in? This is a big problem because here's the thing: her and Jason are supposed to be twins. They were seventeen. Cheryl should be a year older than everybody else. She should be on her way to graduating but she's not they're playing her as the same as everybody else uh, now i feel like that's probably a plot device for sure but they could have easily been like oh yeah cheryl had to be held back in the seventh grade she got expelled for this or or hell she could be a senior and they should make her like she'll get expelled for doing some stupid shit she has to completely redo her senior year because she's a heinous bitch whatever that would that would easily solve that problem, but they are not even trying to explain some of the shit. And that bothers me. I think I've gotten over that. We've got too many other things to jump through. I think it's lazy. Uh, that's my problem. It's lazy. I don't know that it's lazy so much as when you only... Okay, let me go to my number two point, because okay. I think that explains okay. your issue, which is too many storylines. Oh, see, I don't think there's too many storylines. I think there are. I think you've got too many characters that you're trying to drive through full arcs. Mm -mm. And at some point, you got to stop. You can disagree with me, but I think that's really the problem here. I love Kevin Keller. I love him so much. I really do. Mm -hmm. Kevin Keller needs to be a secondary character. Uh, he is a secondary character. He needs to not have a full character arc. We need to just oh, go ahead and say he's no, the side. you're wrong with that. You're absolutely wrong. I, I, well, okay, but okay. how the hell else are we going to deal with everything else in this show? Um, they need to, they need actual balance, and they need to actually know where they're going from point one to point B. They actually have to know these details about their characters. They don't have too many characters. Let's let's look at who we really have. We've got the main four. Then you've got Cheryl, Kevin, Reggie, and Josie as our 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 B squad. Okay. Okay. That's, so that's eight. That's eight kids. That is not too many. 90210 had like nine. It was great. Okay. <laughs> uh, but 90210 wasn't dealing with a serial killer mystery, a, um, a drug deal, a, a drug dealing gang. No, no, I get all that. The problem here is, um, cause they've kept their focus on the main four and then they're, they're, they're branching out here and there. We had the, 
Archie and Josie story with the music and we learned a little bit more about her and that was great last season. Um, Kevin kind of got his own episode which was great. Um, we'll talk about that in our favorite part section. Um, Reggie has just been a he's been a great secondary character and we've gotten a little information about him as we've gone along. That's that part has been balanced well. The problem is I don't think they know what these kids' stories are, so they're just throwing them in when it's convenient. I don't think that they have a roadmap at all, and that's a problem. Well, I think you're right. Here's here's what I would say. It is not fair to completely uh, compare this show with Twin Peaks all the time. It's not. No, it's not, and you however, shouldn't. However... Here's one thing that Twin Peaks got right that I think they might be served by. Mm -hmm. Twin Peaks essentially had three storylines. Mm -hmm. You had Kyle McLaughlin's detective. Mm -hmm. You had Audrey Horn and her dad dealing with their stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you had Laura Flynn Boyle's character with her parents yeah. and her sister being killed. Yeah. Those were the three story arcs. Mm -hmm. And from those you were able to branch into all sorts of crazy stuff. Okay. Right now, they're juggling about five or six. See, I don't really see it that way. I, that's how I'm seeing it. You're, you're looking at it from character arcs. I'm looking at it from narrative arcs. And narrative-wise, they're trying to juggle six different narratives. Mm -mm. I don't, I, see, I don't see any of that. And subplots to deal with the story. What I see as a problem is they're trying to interlink those different those different stories, those narratives in ways that don't make sense at all to us. And they haven't, and if they are all appropriately linked and they've got an arc, they haven't given us enough nuggets to see any of it, which is not enjoyable as an audience. Part of the fun of mysteries and the detective show stuff is that you, they give you those clues. So you as an audience can start to figure things out. Um, that's part of the fun. For me, I'm seeing that it's impossible to get those nuggets when you're dealing with the six different things that when certain characters have like two complete narrative arcs going on at the same time. No, I don't, I don't think that's actually happening. I'm not having a problem with that and I'm... I am. Okay. Uh... I think both are true. But they can't be. <laughs> I think both are true and both are compounding okay. each other, okay, maybe, to be perfectly honest. Maybe I just have a higher tolerance for multiple storylines happening, and, and that doesn't bother me. Um, I have a, My problem is I feel like they're, they'll, they're shoehorning one here, and they're shoehorning one over here just to try and make them overlap and interconnect when they don't have to or they don't need to for me it's it's sort of the reverse where it's you've got too many you've pegged yourself into a corner and now you somehow have to figure out how to make it all work but but when you could just have about, scrapped some what are what are the, in the actual like big storylines we've got <clears throat> the aftermath of the blossoms we're still dealing with that and the drug empire one okay that involves all of the serpents and the blossoms. Yes, it does because we're we we're that's one whole storyline that's all interconnected. Except that we haven't linked Penny Peabody to that, which right now because it's not linked is its own separate no, storyline. That's two. No, she's a part of that. She's running that business, but we don't know where she is in the hierarchy. But we don't know that she's running that business. She might be running her own separate business for all we know at this point. That's fair, but she's a part of that drug pyramid scheme. 
That's what that is. That's not a separate thing. That is serpents and drugs. Those are all connected. That's all the same thing. I don't I don't see it that way. <clears throat> then we've got the boy girl drama. Well, yeah. Of of, you know, Barchi and Bughead and all that crap. <laughs> that's its own that's its own thing. I'm to three now. <laughs> okay, well I'm okay, I'm at like two and a half. <laughs> and We have the Black Hood. And then we have the Black Hood, which is the town mystery. And that okay, so that's three. We're at four. I'm I'm at three. Let's see. We've also got the blossom. Well, you said the blossom, the blossom is part of the. Drug, but we've got the, the blossom family drama, which is separate from the drug drama. No, it's not. Mm. It's really not because they're still connected. They know who the sugar man is. They know all that shit. That's all together. That is one thing. Maybe. Uh, Penny and the that twins, too. that's all one thing. It all leads back to the same issue that started all this. But Penny links to Alice, which is its own discrete issue. Is, we don't know that that's true. That's just a theory. Well, that, yeah, we've got Alice but that, Alice and FP is its thing. own separate thing. We've got all these things that are going into this one thing, and we don't know how they connect. It's like... I'm going to make a really dark <laughs> reference here. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. With, with all of the Marvel stuff... We know we're going to Infinity Wars. No. But we don't know how all the pieces are there. Uh. If you haven't seen all the movies. Our problem is here is we don't have our Ant-Man and our Thor Ragnarok movies. We need them. We need the interconnected crap. Okay. That's our problem. Okay. You can... You can nerd, nerd moment You over. go. You go there. <laughs> For me, mm-hmm. my, my thought is... You could keep it way simpler. You could, absolutely. Rein all of that in mm-hmm. and focus on these main things. Mm-hmm. Focus on the town mystery, the town tension, <clears throat> and the characters. If you just did that, we'd be fine. But you've got all this other random shit popping off on the side that doesn't have a tether. And here's my problem. I- Here's I, maybe my problem. I don't trust these writers to ever make the connection. That's fair. I agree with that. That's fine. I, because I don't trust them, I see it as its own set. It's basically like, no, I get that. Until, you, until you tell me otherwise, mm-hmm. this is its own thread that's going to do its own thing. I I can, uh, I can see how that... I can see uh, with all my theorizingness, um, I can see where things can be connected. I can see it all go together and be pointing towards this one thing. And I'm not doing any of and that. And that's fine. And, and that's fine. And because the writers have kind of failed me in some respects and this I, season. I, I get, I that would be frustrating. I'm just looking at them going, you guys are throwing threads here and until you actually tell me where these are going, I yeah. just see it as its own thing. So okay. now you've got like 20 different arcs floating in the air that I don't know what you're going to do with. That That's all fair. When you start to do that, you mm-hmm. just beat down your audience. No, I, that's... I get you. I do. Thankfully, there's plenty of jokes to keep me engaged. <laughs> and we have fun doing this, so that helps. <clears throat> Sometimes it's kind of fun to shit on things, but let me tell you, if we get to a point where we hate every last second of watching the show, we're not going to do our podcast anymore. We, we have to have fun doing this. Yeah. There's no way I'm doing this when I'm bored out of my mind, just like, I have to go watch this stupid show again twice. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay, so what was your last one? <laughs> that, that, that was a lot. Give me Jack's Head Jones and the Snake Buddies. I don't like any of the serpent stuff. 
And it is just Your so favorite ridiculous. moment was him going full serpent. Yeah, when they finally okay. went dark with it. Okay. Look He got beat up by the by the serpent, so that's what we supposed. True detective had the coolest, darkest fucking biker gang I've ever seen. That's pretty amazing. Why couldn't they do that? Because this is the CW. No, and I money. I do understand reining it in. And it's supposed to be teenagers. But they've made it corny. Yeah. The it's the kind of funny. The ritual stuff is bullshit. It's so no. dumb. Here's the thing. Okay. And here's what it really is. No. His earnestness. One hundred percent accurate for high school boys. It just is. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It is. It just is. Watch the dog. Say a bunch of fucking rules in front of everybody. Let a stupid animal bite you. And then let everybody punch you. Except here's <laughs> like, this... That's the rule. That's the initiation. Well, okay. That's great. Except <coughs> who is this 40-year-old fucking dude leading the whole thing? He didn't make any other friends in his life. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Have you ever been to a land party? This is like the opposite. This is what happens when you're violent. <laughs> Instead of just dorky. No, no. That's alt riders and proud boys. Okay, we're not going there. <laughs> okay, so you, okay, that's fine. Whatever. I don't know. I, I get it. It's a little cheesy. It is yeah. definitely played for some cheese. Okay, let me let me go care. here. It is the weakest storyline out of this whole thing. Oh, and the storylines that come up through it nearly ruin Jughead. That's really the bigger problem. No, I think this comes back to our we're, we we don't have any reveals. Jughead like, nearly jumped the shark with all this shit. No, the like we don't know what it is that FPO's Penny. If we had that information, if we had had that this last episode, it would have made more sense because now FP uh, Jughead's gone full in crazy boy, and he doesn't even know why. That's a problem. Um, we think, you know, we, we think there's this love triangle over here. I think Sweet Pea might be related to somebody we know, like all that shit. Let's at let's, we need more context and that's just the problem. I think once we get that, we'll enjoy it a little bit more. I need a better third one. Okay. That's fine. That, un that didn't pass muster for me. No, that's fine. My, my third one is kind of cheap. So I had made my piece with the, uh, funky names, you know, like, uh, a Spiffany instead of Tiffany. <laughs> Glamour J egg. Glamour J egg. And some of them are funny. I feel like it's being used as a crutch. As a comedic crutch now. Because they, they use it too often. Uh, once or twice in an episode, okay. But now, I feel like the last two episodes or so, they did like six or seven. And that's just too much. It's, it's a crutch. You know what? I think we both have a common uh, negative aspect of this season. Is that, that is the strongest one, and it's going to be my third one, and your overarching one. Writers. Oh, you suck right now. What the fuck happened? Oh, between they're... between season one and season two, I guess you're right. What happened is they got through have... season one and have no idea what the hell is theory. going. Is it bunnies? No, it's witches. <laughs> so this isn't really spoilery, uh, especially if you've been paying attention at all. At, at a certain point, the chilling adventures of Sabrina, as in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, got greenlit. And I believe it was supposed to be at CW. And there were a lot of talks about there being some crossovers and that we were going to introduce Sabrina within Riverdale because she lives in Greendale. So it would make sense for her to have shown up a little bit on Riverdale and then she go has her own show. Sometime in about 
October, November, it got announced that The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina will not be happening at the CW. It is going to be a Netflix-only show. Um, it's already been greenlit for two seasons. I have a feeling that all of that took people, important people, whose job it is to oversee Riverdale's attention away. And they're focusing on that. They're spo- they're they're writing that. That and, starts shooting in January. And we've got the B squad. Yeah. The 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 B squad is not being supervised. Well, I mean, look, right Don't don't get me wrong here, okay? Writing television. Mm-hmm. Writing television is not an easy job. No. So, I'm not I'm not just going to shit all over these guys to shit no, all over them. No. I think you're right just between here and now. Something's happened where the quality just dipped straight down. Yes. Some, someone's just not paying attention. Yeah. So let's move on to the things we like. Yay! Happy things. Happy things! They got creepy and weird. I think they got dark. They got creepy they got and darker. weird. Let's talk about the blossoms, the whole episode, Tales from the Dark Side. That was a great episode and perfect for this show. Dark Jughead. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got yeah we Betty got flirting with the edge with the black hood yeah all of it uh, Alec it just uh, then Jughead you know with the penny pe- they went dark it was good that's it yeah I mean there's not much to say like it got darker this season you know, I just Fred almost died I just want them to go full with it yeah keep going there okay what what's your second one you're not gonna agree with this probably okay Veronica. As a character, mm-hmm. and Camila Mendez as an actress, at the same time, both improved greatly, and it made the show better. Okay, I will agree with that. It's not one of my favorite things, but I will one hundred percent agree that her character was written better this season, and as an actress, she has grown. We shit on her a little bit last season. It, I I stand by all of it because she was crappy, but she got better. For me, it got better to the point where it was noticeably making the show better. And it, it okay, was. I'm a, not giving her that much credit, but she did. She got better. Well, and for her me, character was better. But I got to enjoy Veronica yes. as a character finally, yes. instead of feeling like she was being held back for a yes. lot of different reasons. That made everything better for me. Okay. It it that improves the overall quality when one of your main characters. No, I, I don't disagree. Noticeably with that. improves, and that was one of the best things for me. Was finally be like, yes, we get some cool Veronica stuff now. Okay. Uh, my second one was I Love F.P. and Alice. Yeah, that was my third one. I love it. I love it so much. Their tension, their banter, the history, the fact that we don't know what's going on, but we want to know. Oh, 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 oh. and officially their couple name is Phallus. <laughs> people, people had joked about that on Reddit and were like, of course, it's got to be Phallus. Do the... they know this? Oh, yes. Mason Amick tweeted it out. Yay. <laughs> it's great. Great, great, great. Love it. It's just, it's, the parents are so dark and serious and ridiculous. It's nice to see two of the parents who clearly have history and tension poke at each other mm-hmm. in that fun, like, I love you, so I'm going to punch you in the arm way. It's, you know, violence against each other is not good, but you know, I think y'all know what I mean. Twist the arm. Yeah. Yeah. It's that gentle jabbing. Except for that one scene where things get real, real. Real. Why don't you just leave him? Why don't you leave him at home? 
<laughs> I'm not going to see them make our mistakes. They weren't all mistakes. Uh, you're just like, there's there's some shit went on there. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, she, I, I she, she was waiting for FP. She, want, she was waiting know. for him to get out of prison. We'll talk about that later. Mm. But yeah, that was that was my favorite. That's that's on mine. So you're up for your last one. Okay, though. my favorite was the Kevin Keller storyline. He got his basically his own episode, and I loved it because it gave it. He commented on another character's mental illness in a way that made sense. He got growth as a character. Um, they explored something that is very real um, uh, for people in the LGBT com- community. Um, I thought it was respectful. And then they also um, expanded his dad's character and that relationship. And I found that very heartwarming. And what I just thought it, it was perfectly done. That scene with them talking makes me cry. Thinking about it now is making me tear up because it's beautiful. Yeah. And I love that. That was one of my favorite things. I don't care if you think he should be a secondary character. He and he is. He is a secondary character, but he got that whole episode and it was beautiful. Also the moment with him and Moose where Moose is just like, You don't have to go. And you're just like, Oh, oh. there's just so uh they did Kevin correctly. Like if there's one thing that they did not fuck up at all, I feel this season it was Kevin Keller. Yeah. It's... Even his dad. I know we we shit on Sheriff Keller, but even Sheriff Keller, you know, when they they leaned on us thinking that he was the Black Hood and then they brought it around and were like, oh, he's just having an affair with Mayor McCoy. I really like that moment where Sheriff Keller even says to Betty, he's like, you've been a really good friend to Kevin and this would break his heart. Like, that shows a level of character that we hadn't seen before. So I, I just, I loved all of that. I just have story fatigue and adding other... That was like episode three. I know. Just looking back on okay. it, it doesn't come to mind anymore because I've got too much other shit to try to pay attention to. I feel like they buried that by putting it in so early. No, I think it made sense. It, it made sense. It was it was great. I'm not mm. going to dispute that. I just, I've lost it because I've got too many other threads to try to pick up. <laughs> Man. How do you pay attention to Game of Thrones? Because it's good. <laughs> it, 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 it. <laughs> not wrong (laughs) but yeah that was that was my my next favorite thing oh yeah it gives me warm fuzzies good oh let me add one of my other least favorite things no just just as a joke just as a joke where the fuck is the fbi i'm gonna (laughs) say it every day where the fuck is the federal bureau of investigation so we're gonna take a break and when we come back, we're going to go through all of those predictions I made before season two. We're going to talk about them. We're going to go through what we can debunk, what we need to say. Okay, this is definitely off the, the chessboard. What are we going to stick to? What do I think is happening? And then I'm going to talk about any new predictions I've come up with for the latter half of season two. And then we'll also talk about mm, spoiler things and casting news and all that stuff. Are you going to shock me? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) But we'll see when we get to, like, the... I don't think it was, like, the spoilery stuff. I don't think so, but... I think... I don't know. I might make your brain hurt when I get into my predictions. My brain already hurts. Oh, so... Okay, so we'll definitely... Maybe we should should definitely start drinking for the second half. (laughs) See y'all after the break. 
prediction time. Okay, so I made a lot of predictions before this season started. So what we're going to do is we're going to go back through that list. And I'm going to start with the things that have been confirmed or denied based on these nine episodes. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, we're going to meet a friend from Veronica's past, i.e. Katie or an old boyfriend. Well, we confirmed that before the season even yeah, started. Yeah, so we confirmed that before. Um, Archie will become insecure when Veronica's friend boyfriend shows up. I put denied as of chapter 18. He, he was, wasn't even there or involved. He was a little iffy when Nick showed up, but he it didn't like create a problem between them. Mm-hmm. I, I put that's a different it it he was fine. He got defensive and jealous, but it really Not had not even that jealous. A little. Um but I put that as denied. I like, mean that come didn't on. Happen. I mean come on, we got the Veronica line, don't be jelly. Yeah, that's about it. I mean <laughs> cause he gave he he made that archie face. Ooh. No. Uh, Hermione becomes a Stepford mob wife. Uh, I said that was confirmed as a chapter 16. Ah. I don't know how this fits yet. She's very rote. And and just very like, I'm just going to keep going along with the status quo. I don't know. Okay, well think about what happened in chapter 18 when she gets the phone call about Nick St. Clair. My apologies. It turns out he had a horrible accident. That's very robotic. Very mob wife. There's nothing robotic about being a mob wife. <laughs> it's that combination. We've talked about this. But I'm saying that one's confirmed. I disagree with the robot line. Whatever. Jughead messes around with someone other than Betty. Possibly a lady serpent. Confirmed. Chapter 18. He did mess around with a lady serpent. He did. He messed around with somebody else and it did happen to be a lady serpent. Uh, Jughead excels socially at Southside High. Mm. I put that was confirmed as of chapter 22. Yeah, but we don't even see him at Southside High, to be honest. No, we have. He does the he does the paper. He's really excelling within the serpents, but the serpents he's hanging out with, all the young ones, are at Southside. So I decided that was confirmed. Con- plausible. We're going to go with the Mythbusters here. Okay. It's, it's plausible. plausible. It's plausible. That's fair. Uh, Betty will continue to try to save Jughead. Confirm chapter 19. Oh, the whole season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But she officially, like, she had had to break up with Jughead to save him. So, yeah. Uh, Veronica will become insecure regarding her relationship with Archie. Confirm Uh, chapter 21. I love you. Uh, uh, What's uh, on HBO? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll see FP in jail. Confirm chapter 19. Yep. Uh, Betty will go looking for her brother. I wrote confirmed as of chapter 23, which has not aired yet, but it's in the preview, so we know it's happening. We know that for a fact. Yeah. Uh, Archie becomes more protective of Betty. Confirmed chapter 18. When he went to go break up with Jughead, he went full on, she doesn't need to be around you, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, you know, if there's any doubt from that, mm-hmm. it's totally confirmed. With the Black Hood stuff with the phone calls. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where we really got it. And the looking through the window. Yes. Uh, well, that wasn't really protective. That was a different thing. Um, okay. Uh, Archie will become insecure regarding his relationship with Veronica. Confirmed. Chapter 21. It happened at the same time. It did. I didn't think it would, but it did. Yep. Uh, Penelope is in an asylum. Denied. Chapter 14. Nope. Uh, she was in the hospital, but she was not in the asylum. 
Uh, Kevin Kelly will keep in contact with Joaquin for a bit. I wrote denied as of chapter 22, and in these nine episodes, we've heard nothing about Joaquin. So I, I've decided that we're just going to kill that one. It's not true. Yes, with the reservation that we never know he could come back. Oh, he could always come back, but as as of now, I'm saying that this one has been debunked. Oh, well, the way you phrased it, of course. He has not kept in contact with Joaquin Correct. at all. As far as we know. Uh, Fred develops a pill addiction following his gunshot recovery. Confirmed! Chapter 19! No confirmed. And it's it's plausible. It's plausible. It's plausible, yes. Uh, we got that little hint. Um, but Sow- yeah, I'm, sowing seeds. I'm, I'm putting it in the confirmed column. Yep. Uh, Betty and Jughead start to go apart due to distance. I'm gonna. I put denied. Yep. Because that's not, that's, why, they that's not why they grew apart. They grew I'm, apart because being honest, I'm, I'm not like trying to give myself extra points for no reason. I'm being <laughs> honest. Uh, Mayor McCoy will be under some serious fire when Hiram shows up. Denied as of chap. None of that's been addressed these nine episodes, and we're going to put it in the denied. Yeah. Um, we'll meet Jughead's foster parents. I put denied as of chapter 21. FP's home. We have no reason to have uh, foster parents now, so I don't think we're ever going to meet them or talk to them. Yep. They've dropped that. that I'm, I'm okay with that. All right. <clears throat> so that's everything that I I predicted that has already been proven true, or we've said, nope, not going to happen. We're done. Or plausible. Uh, yeah. Where we have hints, <clears throat> we just don't have confirmation. Okay, whatever. Well, that's what plausible means. It's plausible. All right, so here is what we have left. Uh, we're going to meet Mrs. Jones and Jellybean. That feels like an inevitability at this point. That's going to have to happen. I, I could see them waiting till the last episode, last two episodes of the season to do that, and that's fine. Because um, there's a lot of ground to cover in these next 13. Oh, boy. Um, lots of tension between Veronica and Hiram. We got some of it in the beginning, but I feel like we're heading towards a lot more later on. But probably not anytime soon, because for a little while, she's going to be working hand-in-hand with Hiram. Yeah, um, I mean, we could almost say that lots of tension between Veronica and Hiram has already been confirmed. I mean, when he showed up, it was not good between them. She was pretty awful to him. Um, but I feel like that need, that's... I'm just not ready to confirm that one yet. A huge fight between Hiram and Veronica. That's coming. Uh, Veronica was not a virgin when she slept with Archie. That hasn't been confirmed nor denied, so I'm leaving it on there. I don't think it's going to ever be clear. That's I fine. Don't... Okay, if it is not spoken of by the end of the season, I'm just going to put... Denied. Inconclusive. Well, I also think maybe we just aren't ever going to hear about that. That's fine. Uh, it's, it's just, it's on there. Uh, Betty will focus on the blue and gold. Nope. No, I think she might actually quit the blue and gold at this point. Uh, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Betty quits the River Vixens. Didn't she, did she, we haven't seen the River Vixens, except for like once. Well, football season is over, so. Okay, so, okay, we're leaving that there. Uh, Betty's brother lives in Greendale. I'm still keeping that, because I bet you that's where he is. Uh, Betty will lean on Archie while Jughead is away. All right, well, Jughead isn't away. Yeah. That's the hard part about that. But Betty is about to lean on Archie hardcore. She already has. And away could just mean him not being at school. So we could say this one's confirmed. I'm going to leave it there. Because it's, it's a little it's amb- amb- ambiguous. 
Right, the return of Dark Betty, that's fucking happening. I know that for a fact. When she has to face down uh, the Black Hood, for yeah, real. This one is happening. Um, Lily Reinhardt uh, Instagrammed a picture of the wig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's happening. Um, Archie's going to see Dark Betty. I still think that's going to happen. But Archie's going to pull her back from Dark Betty. Yeah. I would be willing to bet. Well, that's not... I don't think so, no. I think that's actually going to scare him off from having a relationship with Betty. Mm. I think that's going to scare him. He is big dumb Archie. No, no, he's he's going to try to save her, but it's it's not going to be in that romantical way. We'll see. Mm. Uh, Archie's going to spend more time with Josie and the Pussycats. I think that's happening. Uh, he's going to be single for a little bit. He's got to do something. He's got to write some music about that heartbreak. Are we going to bring back his guitar and his songs? Of course we are. Archie will confide in Betty his insecurities. Yeah, that's happening. They're get, they're going to get back together friendship-wise, and he's going to talk about Veronica. It's going to be weird. It's going to happen. Cher will become super unbearable. Well, this is kind of already um happening. She's not unbearable, though. She's just no, evil. She's just not as, mentally sound as we put it she's chaotic neutral at this point correct she's there to sow chaos but she's not on either good or bad sides mm -hmm. she's just there to make everything insane mm -hmm. and until she picks a side we don't know what's up with her kevin will get a new boyfriend maybe betty's brother i still love this idea <laughs> I, I, this is still one of my favorites wild speculation absolutely uh polly has the twins she's gonna have to maybe um my suggested baby names are for a boy something jason cooper like a name jason cooper and then for the girl it's gonna be like violet or scarlet elizabeth cooper if you pull that off they're going to be fireworks uh i oh i'm also we're gonna uh, we're, we'll get to that in a minute because i got some other doubling down that i'm gonna do anyway uh fred is fine but feels pressure to take the Hiram deal well we're already there well <clears throat> what that is referring to is the deal to buy fred out mm -hmm. and i could see this still happening later i could see the tension getting too high and fred saying i need you to buy me out so i can walk away I could see that happening still, especially if he's going in hardcore with his pill addiction. Well, we have to wait and see. Right now, as they say, mm -hmm. um, uh, Hermione says we need Fred for what's next. Mm -hmm. uh, Fred reveals more about his DUI after Mary left. No. Uh, yes. If he, again, if we're doing the pill addiction, that's going to come into play. But I don't know if the pill addiction is actually going to come up. I... We just have to wait and see. Mary considers staying in Riverdale after Fred's shooting. I know for a fact Mary's coming back. Yeah. Uh, so it's possible that she's coming back to get... You can't not bring back Molly Ringwald. No, you can't. Uh, Fred finalizes the divorce. I still think that's happening. Yeah. I, st I still think that's going to happen. Um, Hiram's responsible for Fred's shooting. I don't think that's true at all. I think the Black Hood's responsible, and the Black Hood is already in a, in a bunch of different directions from Hiram. Okay. We still don't know anything about the Black Hood. We know, like, basically nothing. We know that it's related to something older than the Lodges being involved. That's that's my feeling. Perhaps. Whatever force is going on with the Black Hood is something far older and far deeper than Hiram Lodge. It's possible. I'm leaving it on there until the Black Hood is resolved. That's fair. I just, I don't think in any way that's true. 
that this is something that goes back to the roots of the town versus Mm -hmm. the new the new force in the town all right whatever um hermione's gonna have a full-blown affair with fred wait and see approach i don't really know yet okay so that's all of my old stuff that i did before the season started so i've got i don't have a ton i don't have a ton but what you have okay i think okay is explosive that pipe bomb is coming back so remember when jughead came upon uh sweet pea and fangs and they were they're planning the pipe bomb yes that pipe bomb is gonna go off somewhere and i wouldn't be i could see that being the reason that south side closes because we know from the previews for this next half of the season that south side is closing and all the south side high kids are going to riverdale we know that that is a fact Chekhov's gun yeah so Chekhov's pipe pipe bomb <laughs> i also can see that the lodges i've said this before that the lodges are responsible for Southside high closure and it's an attempt for them to buy up all that land yeah um so i could see them being a part of it i would then say forget the pipe bomb being the reason the school closes mm-hmm. and think about the pipe bomb being something that tries to take down the lodge enterprise they try to blow up the lodge building that's getting built the massive construction project that ropes fred in i could see that that, being the serpents yeah the serpents take that pipe bomb Mm -hmm. and they use it to blow up what yeah one of the lodge projects i that and and that could be really great um i could see that also being really great for jughead if he's going full dark jughead um with him being like screw everybody even if it hurts fred we're going well i'm gonna save this part of my town well i could also just see it being jughead having to fight mm-hmm. back and forth on whether or not he wants to do that okay um i think penny P- i'm going full in penny peabody is related to alice cooper in some way i'll buy it and i believe that chick cooper the boy alice gave up is actually fp's kid i really do or at least alice really believes that it is in fact fp's and it's not house I will buy that. It could be, I don't in, think, it could be inconclusive. But. I don't think they know. It's possible. And the reason I don't think they know is because uh, Hal was completely all in on part of it, too. Here's the thing, though. If Alice didn't know for sure whether it was FPs or Hal's and Hal's knew that Alice didn't know who the dad was, I could see Hal being that's the reason why he wanted her to get an abortion so badly. If you're not sure, then I then I don't want anything to do with it. Because if it was his, I don't think he would have gone that route. No, absolutely. So yeah, I'm going full in on that. Um, I think Weatherby is a part of the Riverdale Reaper Justice League. I think that would be so cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, who knows at this point with mm-hmm. that story? I just mm-hmm. want them to tell us so we can get it the fuck over with. Okay, so I... I okay, with Veronica, I think that katie's gonna come back i do think that's a character that should show up katie her friend from new york that she was really awful with i don't i I still think that would be a great callback i don't think there's any reason to do it at this point Mm, we'll see she's got enough Um, to deal with with her family (laughs) um and in regards to her pearls she's gonna finally take them off and be done with it the second uh as and it's gonna happen it's gonna coincide with archie and her being officially over over 
Those those two are gonna get tied together. That's such an integral part of her character, though. I know, but it's also an integral part. It would be it's a huge growth thing for her to be like, I'm officially done with this. We saw her break her pearls because she was so horrified by her father when she realized what he that how how he had been operating was hurting people but now she's in the family business and she has to guard herself isn't that going to just incentivize that character trait to be displayed all the time she's constantly on guard now well yes for now but i'm saying in the future i see her fully embracing letting that go and and not being in that mindset and allowing herself to truly be vulnerable. Because right now, any vulnerability she's showing to Archie is an act. For it to actually be real, and that's also when he's actually going to be officially done with her. I will only, only allow that mm-hmm. if she fully turns her back on her family. I can see that happening. If she doesn't do that, then I don't think, I, I think you have also, to keep that. I could also see the, the reason for that happening is her finding out her mom is officially having an affair with Fred Anders, like catching them having like full on sex. A or B that her and her dad are completely mm-hmm. fucking over Archie and Fred. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Yeah. It's kind of like all I got. I didn't, I didn't have too much more. We still have a lot. We have a long way to go. And we still have several more weeks before the season starts, so a few more things could pop up. Do me. do we have anybody else involved with the Black Hood? Anybody else, you think? Um, That construction worker that uh, slept with Penelope. <laughs> I could see that. Uh, he's the right age. Um, I think his name's Vic. Yeah, it's Vic. But yeah, I don't know. I kind of don't care about the Black Hood right now. Like, I know it's coming back. It's not over. I, um, I feel like they could probably set it aside for the rest of the half of the season if they've got a different story to roll with. Well... And the Black Hood could be a reoccurring thing. That's That would be stupid. No, our main things are going to be the school merger, which is going to create a bunch of problems. Um, in fact, actually, a couple months ago, a picture emerged of the Southside Serpents all in a uniform with an R on it, a Riverdale R. <laughs> so that's going to get instituted at some point. Uh, we know there's going to be a whole wrestling storyline for Kevin. Okay. Uh, that's a picture that's been tweeted out as well. And we know that uh, Archie was in that picture too. So I guess he's going to be on the wrestling team as well. They got to play a sport in the off season. Of course. He's got to have something else to do. Uh, uh, Chick Cooper uh, is the name of Betty's brother. And he's been cast as um, Hart Denton. He hasn't done anything anybody would know, so he's fresh. But we're going to see him in the first episode. Well, I don't know if it's going to be the first episode. We saw a flash with the hair okay, and everything in the here's trailer. here's what you have to think. Look at that trailer. It is not specific 100% to episode 23. Uh, that's fair. The, it, it very well could be, but you have to look at it as this is the next couple episodes, not... This is this is the next episode because there's such a break. Maybe, maybe it's, not. It could be, but I don't get your hopes up that we're gonna. That's all gonna happen in the next episode. I just, I just wouldn't. But now I want to play a fun game. Oh gosh, you gonna make me play a game? Okay. So IMDb has the next couple episode titles up, and I want us to read the titles and decide what's happening in them. Some of them is pretty obvious, but some of them I think I think would be fun. 
Okay. Okay, so episode 23, the first one back, is The Blackboard Jungle. I know what The Blackboard Jungle is about, Mm -hmm. which is, it's actually the movie that um, Rock Around the Clock was Mm -hmm. uh, originally played in. Oh, I bet they'll play it on the show. uh, But the original movie was Tensions Within a High School, so this is all going to be Southside High. Absolutely. It's going to be about that merger. Yeah. Okay. Uh, chapter 24, The Wrestler. I mean... <laughs> I think it's going to be about wrestling. Probably. It's probably going to be about Kevin, too. Oh, great. I love Kevin. If that's going to be his thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, chapter 25, The Wicked and the Divine. We're going to the Sisters of Mercy. That's probably where we're meeting Chick. That's when we're going to get more information about what... Ooh, what would be great is if we had a flashback to that time. Maybe we'll actually find out all that shit between uh, Alice and F.P., Maybe. That would be a great episode for that. Yeah. Chapter 26, The Telltale Heart. That's a Valentine's Day episode, if it's ever also, there were one. It's also going to be a dark one. Um, oh, Dead heart thumping in a wall. So there's going to be some secrets in that. Let's just leave it there. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have much more than that. Ooh, hmm, I'm trying to think. Who else could that And be? also we're bringing back Black Hood starting that episode. Based on the next two that I can read right here. Okay. Uh, chapter 27, The Hills Have Eyes, Penny Peabody. Some shit's going to go down with all those drug deals. And the Black Hood is going to reemerge to ev- the town. If he's been in hiding this whole time, that's when he would make a big splash. I'm also thinking The Hills Have Eyes being about a mutant family totally butchering people out in the middle of nowhere. So some cannibalism. Okay. Um, oh, Worse than that. Um, Then I'm thinking... It's going to be either we start with the Telltale Heart and we bring back the Black Hood mm-hmm. and start wrapping up that arc, yeah. or you're right, it's going to it's gonna be the internal struggle in, in the Serpents. Mm-hmm. Or both. Chapter 20, 28, There Will Be Blood. Twins are getting born that episode. I'll tell you right now, the twins are getting born that episode. Woof. Oh, it's so, it's so obvious. Woof. Chapter 29, Primary Colors. Somebody is running... For student body something at school. Or somebody or, is running against Mayor McCoy. Uh, yes. There, or both. It is an election. There's an election of some kind. Yes. If your name is Primary Colors. That's what it is. And then we have no other episode names. And that's yet. all we've got. That's, um, yeah, that's uh, through episode 18 or 16 of the season. So, yeah. A lot to look forward to. Then I think, like you said, there's a, there's one of two arcs. Either we're finally going to wrap up this stupid Black Hood mm-hmm. line, or we're going to save that for the end of the season, and we're going to deal with the serpents. Because mm-hmm. I can see them, you know, wanting to say it. the Black Hood gets to rest dormant for a bit, and yeah. then comes back, pops back up a little bit later. Hmm. Where do we think Black, Dark Betty's? Oh, Dark Betty's going to have to show up in the Wicked and the Divine. I don't know. I don't think Dark Betty shows up until the Black Hood finally gets resolved. That's when she's going to show up. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think it's going to be until near the end of the season. No. Although it makes no sense. No, it does. No. She's got to come up. She's got to She's got to come up more than once. Yeah. That or she's got to have one whole episode where she's Dark Betty the entire time. I don't know. It can't be a tiny blip like it was last time. Yeah, but what if she figures out how to control Dark Betty? Well, then that would be a different thing. But if she can control Dark Betty, then we have to see her doing that. Yeah. So you'd have to see Dark Betty more than once. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a lot to think about. Uh, you have a lot to think about, too. Yes. Uh, again, 
uh, chapter 23, The Blackboard Jungle, will premiere on January 17th. And then we will have our episode up on January 19th, that Friday. I guess there's nothing left to say other than hashtag go Bulldogs. Woohoo! Bye, guys. Take a moment to review and rate us on iTunes, and for questions and comments, drop us an email at macintoshandmod at gmail.com.